Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 4 it says, But God who is rich in mercy, for his great love that which he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace you are saved through faith, and not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. The other verse is Romans chapter 6 from verse 23. They're all talking about the same thing Romans 6 verses 23 it says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord another verse that is linked together is Isaiah 53 verses 5 it says but he was wounded for our transgression he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes, we are healed. Verse 6 it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The last verse is Isaiah chapter 53 verse 12. It says, Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he has poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgress transgressors. Sorry. So the topic that all these verses teach me is like, how are we saved? What is even the meaning of being saved? To me, being saved is being saved from the wrath of God. You know, what I've read in Romans chapter 6 verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal love, life through Jesus Christ. So it is the wages of sin, the Bible states, is death, death of so many kinds. Like when Adam and Eve ate the apple, God said, if you eat it, you will surely die. And after they ate it, they, they died, like they stopped living in Eden, they died spiritually. So, the wages of sin of man is death. We, we, we deserve death for the sin. That's like, it's like how gravity works when you, when you throw something down, it falls because of gravity. So, it's the same thing when you sin automatically the result was that you die you die in physical apart from just physical the spiritual death uh, you die in uh, your relationship with god you know god after adam and eve sinned they couldn't walk with god like they used to walk in eden so the wages of sin is death that is romans chapter 6 verses 23 but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, to be saved is now to receive. That's why they say it's the gift of salvation. is the gift from the wrath of God. Like, even though we deserve death for our sins now, 
through Jesus Christ we no longer receive the death. That's the meaning of being saved to me. It's now the gift of God. Romans chapter 6 verses 23. Then Ephesians said When we were dead in sins, that's Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 5, God has made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved. So for us to be saved from saved means not to be saved from the wrath of God, yeah. We are, we are saved from the wrath of God through the grace, you know. Verses 6 it says and has raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verses uh, Ephesians 2 verses 8 it says for by grace you are saved through faith. And that not of yourselves it is a gift of God. So many people nowadays try and make you chant scare people that oh to get saved you must dress a certain way you know so many denominations say you know if you used to wear skimpily to get saved wear long dresses you know cover your head like it is you know they try and make it look like it is by works others say you know you have to go to church on a certain day wait for this prophet to come and anoint you stop drinking for example you know stop uh, like a rule stop doing this you need to fast to get saved you need to stop plaiting your hair to get saved you know come to this church alone listen to what the most prophet of the lord says others even say you know only whatever the pastor says you need to do you need to act a certain way your way needs to be to be right stop sinning so that you may get saved stop drinking no all those things are written in the bible that we should not it's it's not good to drink that you know men priests should not be given hard drink and all those rules are in the bible i do not refuse but it was for a different purpose it was not so that you can be saved it is actually good for you not to drink for example for you to not dress skimpily so that you do not even tempt your neighbor because the bible says don't put a stumbling block on your brother be careful you know but ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 says for by grace you're saved through faith it's very simple when you say for by grace you are saved through faith grace is the gift of god you know when jesus was being crucified he did, before he he got he he was arrested when they he prayed praying three times asking god if there's another way that human beings could be saved like you know what it takes for you to repeat the same prayer over and over again so if if the answer to people being saved from the wrath of god being saved from the wages of sins you know the results of sin if the answer was for people to overdress you know not wear skimpily i'm sure god would have told jesus manze you don't have to get crucified just tell these people to dress well but god did not tell him that if the answer was a certain rule you know 
pray the rosary ten times to get saved. God would have told Jesus, you pray the rosary, tell them to pray the rosary. But three times until, you know, he got Jesus prayed until tears of blood fell down from his eyes. Just repeating the same prayer. And in the end he said, not my will be done, but yours be done, O Lord. Because the only way for us, for the, our sins to have been taken away was through the death of Jesus. The wages of sin is death. So for the sin of man, someone had to die. Someone worthy to take away those sins had to die. So the death, the wages of sin, which was death, Jesus died. Jesus paid the wage. Understand? Jesus paid that wage of sin through his death. So no one else needs to die. So I'm not saying you shouldn't do great work. Like you shouldn't try and do what is right or dress the right way. Do it, but just know it's for another reason. It's not for to get saved. Pastors and people in authority should stop misleading people, telling them, do this to get saved. To get saved for anyone, it is as simple as believing in Jesus because he paid the wages of sin through his death. Verses 8 says, for by grace you are saved through faith. It is through faith that you access that grace. You know, now Jesus has died. He has already paid that wage of sin, which was written in Romans 8. And then how do you access it? It's through faith. You believe that Jesus paid it. And then he said, it is finished. No one else needs to pay it. Verses 8, uh, Romans still, I mean, sorry, Ephesians still, chapter 2, verse 8 says, and, not, <laughs> and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. You know, so we shouldn't walk around being lied to by people in authority telling you, oh, because you're doing the right thing, Manze, you're being like you've been saved from your sin, you're going to heaven. No, Romans says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So, Jesus already paid that wage of sin for everyone. And the gift of God is eternal life. You understand? So salvation, it's a gift of God. The only way to receive it is through faith. And Ephesians chapter 9 says, Not of works, lest any man should boast. So I hope when my children grow up, they will not try and base their faith. Their faith in God or in the, what can I say, in being saved through works, they will not say, oh, I'm going to do what is right to get saved. So they will do what is right because it is the right thing to do because it will save them from the repercussions of doing the wrong things on this earth. But concerning their faith, concerning their being, them being saved, that they will base it in, it is not of works, lest any man should boast. Because if salvation was through work, so many people would boast. You know, you just say, I am the most holiest woman alive because I do not sin, I don't drink, I don't commit adultery. You see, that? then the boasting comes, and yet it's not of ourselves. It is a gift of God. 
and Isaiah, <coughs> which was written before Jesus, the Son of God, was born through Mary. Isaiah prophesied and said, but he was wounded for he Isaiah wrote about Jesus in Isaiah chapter 53 verses 5 it says but he was wounded for our transgression he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed all we like sheep have gone astray and have turned everyone to his own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all Isaiah was shown. No, it says the moment Jesus was crucified, in all dimensions of time, he was crucified for even the people. Like in another dimension, it was before the foundations of the earth. Because there's a place in the Bible, I'm not remembering where it says he was slain before the foundations of the earth. So it means in another dimension of time, in that moment when Jesus was crucified, he was crucified for everyone, not just people of the New Testament, because he says of the Old Testament, and then here, the English that he writes says, but he was wounded, like, has already happened and dead. By the time Isaiah was writing this, Jesus had not even been born. So it's a confirmation that with his stripes, you remember Jesus was beaten on his back, we, were, we are healed. It says here, the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. For us, to what we were supposed to do to get peace was laid upon him. He was wounded for our transgressions. <coughs> Sorry. Yani, Isaiah writes in the Old Testament that Jesus, concerning Jesus, as for our transgressions, our transgression is still another word of transgression is sin. For our transgression, he was wounded. Do you remember how he was beaten when he was going to the cross? Verses 53, I mean chapter 53 of Isaiah, verses 12, it says, He was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. So it all leads up to every everything. It all happened at the cross. Even in the Old Testament, they've confirmed it. If you read the whole of itself, verses 53, it's a confirmation of what would happen to Jesus even before he was born. Prophecy. So, as you walk around, I'm not saying do what is wrong. You know, everything has a repercussion. Even for our sin, something, someone had to die. For the sin of mankind to be taken away. That's why Jesus had to die. Because the wages of sin is death. It's just how it works. It's like if you go a tall building and you fall down. You're falling down because there's gravity. It's just how it works. It's so you're not going to fly up. <coughs> so for you, for your sins. There's nothing you can do to get yourself saved. When we die one day. And we stand before God. I, I, if I'm alive, I'm not dead. <laughs> I believe we won't stand and, and you know, get all of us to heaven because everyone will be saying, oh, I never used to do this thing. I was a very pure man, no? It was a gift of God. It is through faith. You'll just say, God will know that you had faith in Jesus. 
and that's how we are saved that's it it's that simple so if someone is out there listening to this and you're not saved the only way to get saved is through faith through faith that Jesus Christ died for your sins he died for the sins of everyone it says to Jesus there is no circumcised or uncircumcised person there is no Jew or Gentile there is no male or female and it says he died for everyone to make and he says he made intercession for us all so when he died and the curtain tore we don't need intercession through a priest or through a man of god yes they are they are great because they teach us the word but you don't get saved through the man of god you know the most prophet the holiest prophet of the lord whoever that man is or the most holiest man of the lord or even the pope or the imam if they put the hands on you, you don't get saved like that you get saved through faith so if you want to get saved get saved from the wrath of god get saved from the wages of sin because we have all sinned the only way to get saved is through faith in jesus and Ephesians reminds us it is not of work Ephesians chapter 2 verses 9 it says not of works lest any man should boast so in case you have been boasting saying i'm a pure man that's why i'm saved may god forgive you may god forgive us and just let us all remember that it is by grace we are saved through faith it is a gift of god that is what it has been written Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8 it says for by grace you are saved through faith and not of yourself it is the gift of God the only way to receive that gift is have faith that Jesus Christ died for your sin and just like that you have been saved you understand so if someone is listening to me and you're not saved just have faith that Jesus paid that wage of sin and just like that by having that faith Jesus will make intercession for you. Isaiah says, it, he, Isaiah 53 says, and he made intercession for the transgressors. So just have faith that Jesus Christ died for your sins. Have faith, you know, God says inside your heart and your spirit. If you have faith that Jesus Christ took away this, your sins and the sins of the world, that's, that's it, you're saved. Okay.